0: co-hosts aren't here oh wow gret showed up right when i was about to reveal all the bids without you guys to keep me from doing it that was close, did you go live solo yeah
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well great grades grinding out our uh our nfc bids uh yeah the just texts me about
1: that too what's going on i i just saw the bids he put in the chat and um it's tough sledding out there we got some more grinding to do
0: (laughs) yeah so leoti uh as people know has been taking the driver's seat on our waivers and he sent uh as i was finishing up lols he sent a panicked message that he was away from his computer he was gonna have to be off of his phone and that it was now on to us and so now so now coraine is is occupied here grinding you know mike davis ads oh my god how is mike davis in this ad pool
1: yeah that's up. and that's messages he prefers all of a to davis which he's, <laughs> i don't want either of them
0: a- yeah uh that team which uh is definitely one of our better teams though it has had it has taken a beating of late uh aj brown debo deandre swift so that was supposed to be our our juggernaut and now it is uh It's still doing really well points-wise, I believe. What are we up? Like 150 points, I think?
1: We are... Yeah, we had a pretty huge win last week because we lost Brown before the game and then Debo left his game early. He did put up some points, but Swift left his game early. We had at least one significant buy. Uh, Who's on buy? Oh, Kelsey was on buy. So we're starting Evan Ingram. Um... And so, yeah, our lineup was a little bit weaker anyway. And Burrow to Chase didn't do much. We have that combo. They you know they blew out the the, the Steelers. So uh, we got a, a close win late. We were fading 11 points from Chubb on Sunday Night Football, and he didn't get there, which was huge because it, it put us up two games still uh in the win loss and we we did i think we're still about 100 points up in total points we, we're hoping to win both but we're going to have a tough time these last couple weeks i think we've pretty much clinched win loss now but we're we're down a lot of guys <laughs> we're down yeah. a
0: lot of guys and that that's the thing even on on a you know our a lot of our teams that have advanced you know our team with uh the Buckeye Boomers uh essential and josh you know that team was rolling we lose debo samuel and aj brown now we're kind of sweating if we can get a fully healthy uh kamara but i feel like this is across the board right i mean even if you had really strong teams up to this point like it's there's been too many landmines to avoid them all basically like you've lost somebody at some point now
1: yep Yeah, I mean, I saw a lot of conversation, and I talked with Sean a little bit on on Signals this week about the people who were <clears throat> waiting for McCaffrey to come back, Cook to maybe a little lesser degree. He didn't miss quite as much time, but I uh, thought they had these hammers, and then those guys went down. Uh, I mean, the top five running backs this year have all been huge busts. I, I don't remember that, you know. I mean, we do still have, like, we, we do still have Eckler. We still have Taylor. We still have, you know, Gibson is coming on a little bit. Najee Harris has gotten a ton of touches all year and stayed healthy. Um, but, yeah, those top five guys. Oh, and, actually, I was including Zeke. Yeah. Um, and not Barkley. But Barkley is, is a great one to have in there. But Zeke was top five in a lot of a lot of picks. In my head, I was including him. He has not been as good as you'd expect. But, um, certainly, the five on that list are all uh, I, I've all been awful.
0: <laughs> it, it is, it is really wild. Um, and it, it, as far as these guys too, it's like Mixon has been a smash. I don't know how excited or how much I feel like I could trust him for that full playoff run. I mean, you're basically looking at JT Eckler and Harris, in my opinion, as like the guys you'd be really excited to have. And I think Harris
1: know. is tough too. Yeah, I mean, Sean and I were we a couple of weeks ago. You know, we get a little loose over there, but we compared <laughs> him to not use the
0: ship chasing out of Wednesday. Yeah,
1: true. <laughs> but we com- we compare him to Fournette, basically, right? Like you have the all the all the receiving uh you know a, a a huge workload, basically similar players, big backs that can do everything, get the goal line work. This week <laughs> Sean Sean circled back to that take and said so I guess he's just Fournette, but without the ability to score touchdowns because his offense doesn't score any touchdowns. Whereas Fournette can score four touchdowns in a game. I mean, honestly, would you take Najee or Fournette right now?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, as someone who stacked up Big Ben and was sweating the Steelers on <laughs> Sunday, yes, give me the uh, the Buccaneers offense. Yeah, I, I think I, I would th- take Fournette. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think it's
1: Taylor and Eckler. I'm with you on Mixon too. I think it's Taylor and Eckler that has, have the chance to or none.
0: You know. Has Harris had any explosive plays this year? Like, what is the no. biggest run that Harris has ripped off? Seven yards. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're. Uh, I'm gonna mute you for a sec, Pat. We're getting a uh, feedback. Uh, echo on your end. Um, yeah, and yeah, Eckler and Taylor. If you if you have that combination heading in, which was a pretty realistic combination, right? Like, you could have gotten those guys at the one two turn at at points this off season. Yeah,
1: you're in a great spot if you did. His uh, Najee's long run is 20, long reception 25. I mean, those sound like decent plays, but you got to understand he's had 248 touches. He has a long run of 20, he has almost 200 carries in a long run of 20. He does not have a single carry that has gone for 20 or, or more than 20 yards 21, 25. And even yeah. reception that's gone for more than 25. I mean, it's not that hard to break a screen or, or catch a swing pass and get 20. I mean it's obviously not easy, but I think most workhorse running backs who have 50 plus catches have at least one play that has gone for more than 25 yards in the passing game, too. So that's yeah, he's not explosive. He's as as built.
0: Yeah. And I mean, on the on the wide receiver side of things, I don't know if I don't think Graham put together a, a chart like this for wide receivers, but it's been, you know, less what catastrophic misses in just more. Some of those guys just not necessarily hitting the ceilings that we drafted them at.
1: Yeah. Diggs immediately comes to mind. Right. Um, Yeah. For what you just said, DK Metcalf, you know, some of those guys, I think Justin Jefferson has hit it. Uh, You know, Ridley's an, in, an odd one, right? Not, not really a predictable one. Um, Adams has been less than what he used to be, but still good. Tyreek has been sort of the, I think the best of that group of that early receiver group. Hopkins has not been good. Um, who else is going up that high? I mean, the first yeah. two rounds of receivers aren't great either.
0: Yeah. I was just pulling up. So top wide receivers by PPR points. So Cooper cup, Debo Samuel, Tyreek Hill, Devonte Adams, Jefferson, Diggs, Thielen, Chase, Waddle. Waddle has really been ripping uh lately he just keeps producing week after week.
1: Yeah, he's looking like a a, a league winner right now. I mean, he's what was he a 7th eighth round pick and and he's been producing very well at the right time from that range.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can pull up uh He's up
1: to wide receiver 11. He's had the extra game cuz they haven't had their buy yet, but wide receiver 11 in total points and points per game, he's probably a little lower but I mean that's huge.
0: Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty impressive that DJ Moore is is 14th still, just with how awful his quarterback play has been all year.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be. Dude's a stud. What?
0: Yeah. Yeah, there I mean, it, there he is. Are you back, Pat?
1: The, yeah, I'm back. It has been a disaster day for my podcasting. I gotta tell you. Um, I was putting the <laughs> NFFC bids, you know, of course I'm late to this. Cause I, cause the site's broken over at NFC. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fix your site. And then, oh man, <laughs> then I'm like doing that. And then Brittany's showing me this ramen thing. And like, so it's like this Japanese documentary she's watched, about this guy's like obsessed with ramen and he's like won all these ramen awards and he like won again. And they play this like really like crowning, like achievement, like music. And then they're showing the ramen noodles. And he's like, now, like, all I want is just to, to eat more ramen. And I was like, wow, that's really <laughs> incredible. And I look at it, it as a 919. I'm like, ah! <laughs> uh, so,
0: sorry, um, this is an awful take. DJ Moore busted. What wide receiver was DJ Moore drafted at this summer? Was he wide receiver? what, like 20, 20, 20? definitely a lot yeah. further back than where. Then receiver finished. 14. That's a, yeah. that's a literal W on uh DJ Moore.
1: I mean, he, like, look, his situation has been brutal. Like you said, but uh, JJ sent a tweet the other day about, I believe it was about Deontay Johnson and said, you know, he has hit X amount of games with a 30% target share or more. Um, And he said, you know, the only other guys who have done it. And it it was a list of four. And I can't remember who it was, but I think it was Adams. Uh, I I know Adams is on the list. Uh, I think it might have been Cup as the other one, like Studs, right? And then the fourth one, and he was doing it as a Deontay Johnson tweet, but the fourth one was DJ Moore. And I was like, this is low-key a DJ Moore tweet. Like, DJ Moore has dominated volume in Carolina pretty much all year. It's exactly what we wanted. It's just their quarterbacks have been – absolutely brutal i understand like that doesn't really matter for people who are saying he busted like did he score the points or not it's kind of all that matters but he's also had several near misses on tds a miss in houston on a deep shot that could have been a td late in that game uh, a touchdown that got reviewed and not overturned even though he got three feet down in bounds that's the one for any signals readers a few weeks back i put uh pat Thornton's funny reply to my tweet in there where i believe pat's uh quote was What the fuck were they looking at was his entire reply (laughs) about that. It was just a terrible review. And then this past week, he would have had a long TD. Cam hung up the throw. He had like a 60-yard reception. But as Moore waited for it to come down, Xavier Howard was like on his back hip and ran past him. So then when Moore caught it and got back up to speed, he had Howard ahead of him. And he ended up not scoring because of that. multiple uh, missed TDs for him, which has been rough, because TDs have been a big part of what we've needed to see from him, and and he only has four on the year. The thing with more, and this isn't going to catch anyone off guard, partly because there's a whole more industrial complex that we're a part of that's going to just pump the shit out of more all offseason. But uh, I think one thing, you know, now we've had two years in a row, right, where there's been a wide receiver who's a little bit later in their career than we, like, typically get excited about the massive upside breakout and then they have a quarterback change and then it hits in a huge huge way digs now cup and it's it's more it's more next year right i mean we know oh, they're gonna totally get a new quarterback cool. i do so think the projection in. bros are gonna love him though because he is racking up targets and that's like all they look at like all, all they care about is targets and so if they get like you know and they're aaron Rodgers is the name everyone throws out but they've been in on like every quarterback they've been in on deshaun watson they've been in on all these guys they get anyone they're gonna um they're definitely gonna the projection bros are gonna gonna project more for a big target share and he's gonna look good yeah yeah you're right then you know what they're still gonna be too low <laughs> they're still gonna be too low because more is more is gonna be like the wide receiver two next year it's gonna be a beautiful thing can't wait for him to get an actual quarterback
0: it, it all depends on yeah who who that quarterback is if it's anyone that people are excited about i mean More will will be a very popular pick. No, don't, no, don't, no, don't, no, don't.
1: (laughs) I'm going to delete all these secondary. Like, do you really want to pick up all these guys over Justin Jackson? I think Justin Jackson's
0: semi-useless.
1: I don't know. I guess I I just. Aren't all these
0: guys (laughs) semi-useless?
1: Yeah, I just was trying to think of, like, who has, like, paths for their role to grow outside of an injury. But maybe that's the wrong way to think about it.
0: Well, I thought, didn't we have a conversation? Maybe it was in the DMs about uh, Justin Jackson and the thesis still being like, he would be the biggest beneficiary of an Eckler injury. And I... Leone commented that Joshua Kelly was playing over him, which would be... He was.
1: He is. He always does. Like the big... He's the big back. Hidden round tree, right? This is like, it's been him or Roundtree in the big back role. Like I was... I'm okay if you want Jackson- to delete all the other Snicklers.
0: Jackson was active, didn't play a snap this week. But I'm still... Uh... The, the reason I like that Jackson thing too is we, we've already seen the proof of concept of this offense and this role yielding a shit ton of fantasy points. Like yes, Even yes. if we had an injury in the Falcons' backfield, we're not going to be that excited to start one of those guys. Whereas if the thesis is Eckler gets hurt, Jackson gets... Right. Even if he gets 75% of what Eckler was getting and then one of the big backs get gets a little extra like that's still yeah. a smash
1: yeah that's that's fine i mean i would be excited to start kaji allison but you know i, I get why you're not <laughs> he wasn't even active last week though what's what's patterson because he had on? he had an illness dude oh okay i missed that i missed that My he bad. wasn't a healthy scratch they were okay. talking about they were talking about how they wanted to give him a bigger role he earned a bigger role and then he missed with an illness oh that's interesting i missed that i thought he was just uh, a healthy scratch because patterson was better no. No, he's, he's interesting, but you know, you're basically playing for like, it's a little bit of a different thing. Cause there's like a, an actual receiving back in the mix, but yeah, you know, it's like uh, Alex Collins or Devonta Freeman, like that's the ceiling. So it's not actually all that exciting, but I just think someone who can run instead of Mike Davis would be fun to watch.
0: What are, what are in that league? Cause I know we've been hit with a ton of injuries. What are the starting spots we're actually having to fill? Or are we just backfilling our bench right now?
1: Basically RB2. backfilling our bench. Uh Give me five or ten minutes and I'll pull up our lineup. No, RB2 is <laughs> an issue. I think we have Alex Collins in now. I actually just pulled it up. <laughs> Sorry, I just got that. Um Yeah, DeAndre Swift got <laughs> hurt. We basically only had Taylor Swift. We had Alex Collins, who's not good, and Eno Benjamin, Justin Jackson, Matt Breida. I think we could play Breida this week. Uh, yeah. Some mm-hmm. of us put Collins in. Having Breida um, is so sick, dude. And then we have all the rookie receivers, right? Rondale, Elijah, and Bateman. So we lost both Brown and Debo, but we can pop in Elijah and Bateman. Um, and we also have Will Fuller stashed. If he ever comes back, uh, I mentioned to Pat that Deshaun Jackson was vaguely interesting. Yeah, I like that. Well, let's keep him as a Justin Jackson drop. I think. Okay, because right? we could actually. I, use... I feel like I would cut, maybe even cut Eno before Jackson, but maybe that's wrong. Do you I mean, even if, know that if, Eno would? I think if I mean, uh, Connor went down like this Sunday, you know, would be a pretty smash start and having one but, smash start with our current setup is nice. Right. Yeah. Although yeah. Edmonds might be back for week 14. So that's what I'm wondering. How quick does Edmonds get back? And they're talking about week 14, but like, they've been talking about Kyler for, you know, three weeks before this. So
0: yeah, I, I still kind of like the upside of, you know, if the chase stuff lingers and the Cardinals have one of the best playoff schedules too. So um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, the, where, what is your guy? How do you guys think, I feel like the Cardinals are such a, a riddle in general. And you mentioned, you know, we'll, we'll probably be having to start Rondell. Like, how do how do you guys feel about that offense? I mean, I guess if they get Kyler and, and nuke back, are we, is it back to where they were the first few weeks of the season?
1: Yeah. I think oh. Kyler is having like quietly an incredible season. Like, we should it, cut I mean, Evan
0: Ingram off this
1: team. We just picked him up to play for Kelsey. Sorry to completely cut off Don't we need time. a backup tight end as we kind of head into the playoffs? We will, we but do you want to play Evan Ingram when, uh you know, Pete's great great tweet about, uh you know, all the research he's done on Chris Mayarek or whatever? <laughs> when that
2: guy outscored first, him last week? First catch week. Was a touchdown.
1: Yeah, I mean. He's like, a touchdown on half his career catches now. I would rather go get Foster Moreau or, you know, who's, your, who's the tight end to pick up this week is your boy, uh, James O. Shaq Hennessy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's get O'Shaughnessy, yeah. baby. Let's yeah. do, let's do like a Ingram. $1 swap for Ingram. That's like a legit ad. O'Shaughnessy like, yeah. should See, be Don't we need more week.
0: than a dollar to get him?
1: I don't think so. Not It's not tight end premium.
0: Okay. Oh, He's it's like I, a punchline. Yeah. Not in your Mostly house. because I touted him. <laughs> well, yeah. but I'm the setup. Brittany's trying to tell you about ramen, and you're trying to tell her about James O'Shaughnessy's, it, uh, you know, burgeoning role. <laughs> this ramen place
1: looks so good. These people wake up at 4 15 in the morning. They go there. They like get over there at like 4 30. They, it, it opens up and then they, no, they wait in line. It opens at 7 30, and then they get a meal ticket. And it's like, all right, you, we can see you at 10 30. So they like leave. They have to go do something else for three hours, and they come back and eat this ramen. Looks incredible. I want to
0: do it. <laughs> um, Greg here is saying too. It is funny that we, after staring at schedules for all of our redacted drafts all off season, the fact we're finally approaching Week Seventeen for the Dallas Arizona matchup, the Cincinnati KC. We have Baltimore, Los Angeles Rams, Detroit, Minnesota. Uh, or sorry, Green Bay, Minnesota, and I hate myself that I know all of these, but I have them so burned in my head from the summer, and we're about to uh, finally get to that juicy. Dude, Minnesota. you're gonna smash
1: these these uh, DFS slates coming up because you like know all the matchups. <laughs> you've like prepared it, like you've thought it, you thought through this slate like completely since the summer.
0: Yeah, it's the it's the only slate that has mattered, and then we're gonna see if we can limp you know one single team to uh, the finals, and it'll be yeah. all for naught. Yeah. Um, Brett Gretch, people were wondering what happened to the uh, the Lorax stash. Oh, I don't know. Just uh,
1: went long enough, I guess. It's uh, I mean, it's I December honestly didn't now. even do it for November, but it was the end of end of November. I saw family on on uh, Thanksgiving. That was fun to have the stash for that. Uh, you know, did our fun Thanksgiving pod with the stash. it Gets to a point where you know, then you move on. <laughs> I'm not going to keep on, the stash commenting whatever. about that. The ramen place, and uh, it is in Tokyo. It's in, I mean it's in Japan. I think it's in Tokyo. I'm actually not sure, but it's it's not in New York.
0: To I get Don't worry I get sensitive that. whenever we talk about this subject uh, with my canceled uh, Japan oh, trip yeah. Sorry, from last man. March. It's Sorry. all right. It's all right. I I have it like I've been wanting to watch Terrace House again, Pat, and I just can't because I'll oh, just get such incredible FOMO from not having gone to Japan yet. How do you add people to a bid on this site? I have well, no you could idea. rewatch the one um, opening new
1: doors. That was a, You probably weren't <laughs> going to go up north, you know. That's like that's like a ski town.
0: <laughs> I, that's the one, I've already seen that one too.
1: I know, but I the, the rewatch of that one so good. You watch you watch from when uh, when uh, oh, what's her name the the like the super the superstar oh, what's her name Sana Sana when Sana shows up. I it's been run. so long. She has an incredible I I, run.
0: <laughs> we we're back to you know February era ship chasing <laughs> talking about that. Um Gretch, what were any any other uh of your kind of big takeaways or or kind of surprising landscape shifts from from writing Stealing Signals this week? I
1: mean, I'm trying to drag and drop names down, just trying to figure out what I what I have not <laughs> Pat. I'm with you, man. Well, are, wait, are scary. you on the NFC site too? Because I am. I'm trying to figure this I, out, dude. So I hard. just, <laughs> exactly. I just, it's so uh, hard. I added the O'Shack Hennessy thing. Yeah, I, I guess it was before oh, you, you jumped on, but okay. Leone texted me after talking to you. I hadn't seen the Slack chat. And then he said, yeah, Pat's doing it too. And then I saw the Slack chat and I was like, okay, well, why are you texting? Me? Because Pat's already in there doing it. But anyway, now we're Well, I mean, out. it was good that he did, you know, because it's like it 50 yeah. 50 shot. I was going to figure it out. Fair. Uh, but Pete, no, to your question, I i mean, the big, the, the big intro this week for me, the thing that was sort of on my mind was what we kind of started talking about the, the top end running backs, obviously getting hurt, but I mean, this was a week that I wrote in the intro sort of as like the week that proves the validity of zero RB or, or, or like, you know, these types of ideas, like there were, Oh, I can't remember how many, I think eight or something running backs who scored 20 plus points this week. Uh, Gibson got there on Monday night, but prior to that, there were only two other ones, Eckler and Mixon. that were early round picks. The other like six were, you know, Fournette. Uh, Javante Williams was on that list, sort of a mid round pick, right? But AJ Dillon, Elijah Mitchell was way late. McKissick ended up on the list as well. Way late guy. Uh, Dontrell Hilliard was literally one of the most popular ads last week. That's something we've talked about all year with this strategy like the his Johnson week, we knew we were all going to be starting him, right? A lot of the people that had a need for Donchell Hilliard went and bid a big for him. They put him in a lineups this week, same with Brita. And they both went out and actually put up points. Um, I mean, all year long, we've had guys like that and the ability to put these guys in lineups. And anyone who has Madison is going to be starting him this week. You know, again, for the third time, three random spot starts, but yeah, have shown ceiling twice already in, in the other times that you definitely had him in your lineup. I mean, everyone looks at the season long numbers, and so, like, we, we talked about this a little bit on bananas, but you compare it to receivers, like Kendrick Bourne is right up there as one of the top-scoring receivers this week. Nobody started Kendrick Bourne, right? Like, when I flipped over that list, I was like, oh, yeah, there are some no-names because there are spike weeks at receiver. And at the end of the year, everyone says, well, look, the top and middle receivers, they were all close in scoring. But the reality is, like, you're not always starting the ones when they have the you know the big weeks. Um, at running back. It's guys like Madison who's not going to be anywhere near the top of the running back scoring list, but every week that we've started him, he's been very good. Right. It, yeah. And so there are, anyway, I, I just thought this it's project really it's, it's weekly projections like versus start, you know, like the correlation between weekly projections and actual weekly points, you know, it's so much higher at running back than a wide receiver. It's, it's so much higher.
0: And you, I remember, Talking about this in the offseason, but another thing that we haven't really had this year, and of course now we just had JD McKissick, who's probably like the one exception, but we haven't had that kind of locked and loaded pass catching back who just, you know, has that top 15 season, you know, kind of like we've had with an Iheem Hines. I mean, McKissick's really the only dude. Kareem Hunt has had a really kind of rough year, both production and health wise. I mean, are there any pass catching running backs that I'm I'm forgetting? I feel like it just hasn't and been a year for that.
1: E- even McKissick, who has done very well, and we we should acknowledge. Uh, and Pat, I I mean, it was mostly me leading this charge, but you were on on my side. But we missed in a main with Crack Rock based on a start set that yeah. I predicted before we made it we were gonna miss on and Pete was and on I was McKissick. on the MBS side and then we were talking about how we yeah. upside and I switched or I was on the I was on the McKissick side with Pete because Pete was up McKissick all along and then I yeah. and then we were talking about how we need upside and I was like, well if we need upside then I'm gonna switch my vote to MBS and of course we lost because I switched my vote to MBS. So no. well I mean uh I mean I, I was strange. the most selling I mean, taking MBS. a shower yesterday and went like, Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, I'm this thing it's possible that happened. You were you were you were the tiebreaker vote forced into duty. You yeah. didn't really have a strong opinion. I was the one that was on MVS, uh, but yeah, yeah, we we missed the playoffs because of that play. MVS or uh, McKissick hit. It, it, it's kind of funny. I mean, not like the, he scores two touchdowns. Those were his third and fourth touchdowns of the year. He came into the game with, uh, with MVS had like season. so
0: many fucking end zone. Did he lead the, the league, league in air yards? Yeah. yeah. Yes, he did. Yes.
1: He did so and, like and without so without McKissick's uh touchdowns, they were one point two points apart. I mean they had like uh, they were both right around their projections, except McKissick had the two scores, which yeah that happened that little detail. Uh but what I was gonna say about him is he, <laughs> except for that little detail exactly so frustrating. <laughs> um as even he's like you know RB twenty two. I I hear your point, Pete. Like there it, there has been none. I mean the closest thing is like DeAndre Swift, who doesn't get a lot of rushes. Um
0: there's yes, there usually has.
1: backs higher than this the, well, the, yeah sorry you just mentioned him deandre swift it's yeah. honestly DeAndre oh, swift. like
0: yeah, yeah. Until, no but that's until... that's not what i meant i meant like as part of zero rb candidates where we're building yeah, out the right. texture he has, he for the these yes. yeah, yeah
1: yeah and there's guys usually that don't catch uh don't the way that i used to define it way back at rotoviz was like looking at their total rush attempts guys who have fewer than a hundred rush attempts but finish super high in the in the standings. It's like that's interesting, right? Yeah. It's all receiving the PPR boost, yeah. Yeah, Swift's already had 140 rush attempts. That's still low, but yeah, he's so he obviously count. he's both, yeah. So like but last he year, a, he is almost that like guy. It's funny. Last year, McKissick and Hines were RB 17, RB 18 with under 100 rush attempts. Uh, Chase Evans was RB 25 with under 100. But even those guys, that was even a low year. I mean, 2019 had White, who was only RB 19. It's actually interesting. It's been a couple of years because I know back in like, okay, 2018 you had White and Cohen in the top 12 with under 100 rush attempts. 2017 you had Duke Johnson, RB11. 2016, ba- back in about 2016 you had a, a a Danny Woodhead season. Maybe it was 2015.
0: Anyway. Yeah. yeah. And right Carter now- Like
1: almost could be that guy, but he eventually then just took the lead rollover. So he wasn't going to be that guy anyway.
0: Yeah. And right now, I'm looking at the top 32 running backs, the ones that have less than uh, 100 rushing attempts McKissick, uh, Kareem Hunt, Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds. And if you want to include him, Christian McCaffrey with 99. But yeah, like in Kenyon Drake and Edmonds, I mean, those guys haven't provided you. I I mean, uh, Drake hasn't provided you much. I guess a few spiked weeks in best ball.
1: No. And it's actually kind of interesting if you think about guys who actually have outperformed the projections a decent amount of them. Like they're on teams where that running back failed, right? Jonathan Taylor, uh, Gibson, Gibson would have been one of those. It seems like from last week, obviously he wasn't, uh, Leonard Fournette, we we were all thinking Gio Bernard would have a significant pass catching role. He absorbed all of that. Um, there's like, there's one more that came to mind. Oh, Josh Jacobs, you know, uh, I think, Miles Sanders, had he stayed healthy, probably would have been pretty interesting if he had been healthy during this stretch that we got Howard and Scott because Kenneth Gainwell just went completely out the window. So it's like it's a little maybe something to think through next year of like who are these receiving satellite backs that we think will have a role? And then what if they don't? Uh, or what if they get hurt? Because it, it, it provides upside. Now that we're actually talking about this and looking at it, I'm I mean, you're you're totally right, Pete McKissick is the one that is like. The, the only one, because Gibson didn't take his role like Taylor took Hines and right um, and Fournette took Bernards, like you were saying. like Those guys just don't even have a role. Like, they, you, they're not playable. Yeah. I mean, McKissick yeah. is, is playable.
0: It's funny because I have the, the infamous Davis screenshot of a five running back team with James White on it that by four replies, what is James White doing for this team? And, and the answer is, what are any of these pass catching backs right. doing for these teams?
1: <laughs> yeah, nothing, yeah. I mean, that's a little white would have, white White would have been been a nice hit. Yeah, Brandon Bolden still has value, and you really shouldn't. Yeah, you're right. That's that's a group that's really interesting. That's a group that, um, obviously we like, I I really like those those types of pass catching backs, but also didn't exist in the NFL in like 2000, 2005, even approaching 2010. There were, you know, obviously we had more single back and, and like under center formations, a lot less shotgun. and You had fullbacks and there were some fullbacks that would catch like 60 passes in some of these offenses. But teams did not have a pass catching running back that was like less than a fullback or wasn't the lead runner. It just didn't exist. If you go back and look at uh, data and, and whatever, you know, look, look, look I've done these, this type of research on the under 100 carry backs. There's, there weren't guys like that. The only guys that, that popped like that were like Larry Centers the year that he caught 100 passes. Uh, and he's a fullback. So it's really kind of interesting. It, it it came on. It became a thing like about a decade ago. Um, you know, the first one was Sprouls in, in uh, New Orleans. And then you had uh, Woodhead for the Patriots. You, you did have Kevin Falk a little earlier than that for the Patriots, but didn't have a ton of catches. Wasn't really fantasy viable if you're even if you were playing people. What about that Charlie time? Garner? He was a workhorse. Wasn't Charlie I mean, he Garner? was a guy who would carry yeah, like He was with um... – he, they had him with, I think, Tyrone Wheatley was the name, name of the dude uh, on the Raiders at the time. So yeah. He was—he did have some workhorse years, but he also played like kind of a, it wasn't a true, it, it's probably not like a true definition of what you're looking for, but he he was like, he was in a rotation. Uh, so all on the, the years on he the... caught at least 25 balls, he had well over 100 carries. When he was okay. 31, he had a 48 catch a year and with only 120 carries, and he was more of a a pass catching back that I mean that that would maybe qualify but he probably wasn't that relevant for fancy 900 total yards his bigger bigger yardage seasons he had you know 180 or more carries so I mean that's actually you know a a good example for that era for sure because he wasn't a yeah but my my point was that that offense has evolved shotgun all this stuff are we at a point now where they're evolving again and those guys are no longer relevant and and the, the big reason would be especially like the reason that these teams like Fournette and stuff, they don't want their tendencies to be known, right? They don't want their obvious passing. So they they basically only use – like Bernard only plays in a two-minute, right? And Hines has sort of been relegated to that. Um, they only use him in already obvious passing situations where for a few years there, we had like the theoretics of the world who would play basically in time they went to shotgun. You know, they, he'd come in on first down if they were going to go into shotgun. yeah. But it was maybe too much of a tell, and teams are going back to wanting a back, uh, a lead back that can also play well, out of the shotgun. I mean, are we are we moving away from that type of back even playing enough snaps I, to matter, basically, because of the offenses? I, I feel like we should be. I mean, and you're also seeing like who are the the offenses that are doing that, and you know, I think I think very highly of the Colts. I think they're a very well run team. They do a lot of the stuff that I look for that feels like they're maximizing Wentz. Uh, I think Wentz might be like. Really bad and they're they're getting some some good play out of him. Um and you know, I think the I think Bruce is a very good coach. So you're seeing I think McVay's a very good coach. They've gone fully just workhorse Henderson, and then if they need Michelle, they just kind of go workhorse Michelle. Like I uh, I think you know, tempo. That offense yeah, tempo, like tempo, yep. right. Yeah, That's and you're not and you're not giving your tendencies away. With Kyle Shanahan, you see like, okay, he's he doesn't have any backs he can rotate, and then he just brings in Debo Samuel. I mean, the offense is almost more effective if you have a wide receiver who's going to be playing the backfield role because that actually doesn't tip your hand necessarily. You know, it literally, like, you might have him motioning into the backfield. You're not sure what's going to happen on any given play. And then you just have the same running back out there all the time. I mean, I think that the Patriots stuff sometimes, like, they are just tipping their hands so hard.
0: Yeah. It we all we all loved it for fantasy, right? Because it's just perfect until you get these running backs late that just get all this production. But from a f- actual football standpoint, it doesn't seem that GTO. Uh, no. It's you know, it, it, like you said, the Patriots were the biggest offenders. Of you knew exactly what they were doing every time. Um, I did have to pull up our matchup here because we have Shelley. Uh, shout out Andrew Schellenberg uh, in the chat here. We have a big matchup against him in KFFSC. Uh, pretty tight matchup here. Uh, how are we feeling? I'm I mean, it's tight Van
1: like, Jefferson in there, so feeling great. Jefferson
0: versus Jefferson. Which one would you rather have, Justin or Van? I mean, the way that Van Jefferson That's catches
1: sixty-five yard passes, probably Van. <laughs> this
0: should oh. this should be a good one. Obviously, Gibson without McKissick uh, could be a smash. Eckler has been on fire. Deontay oh, Johnson racking up targets. The
1: the chat's asking if if I should if you if he should start Van or to ask me, I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole this week, right? Because Jefferson now has three 65 plus receptions, which is just the perfect run out. It's so objectively <laughs> hilarious that he has these three bombs. You're not uh, tilting,
0: are you, Ben? It doesn't sound like you're but tilting. But that's
1: his role, uh, Ben. I mean, he's <laughs> a deep threat in that offense. Like that's what he's no. I understand to. that. I I understand that. But um he only has a 1.48 yards per out run, so the Rabbit Hole I went down. I was like, okay, like if you take this away, which I'm not. You know, oh, oh no! <laughs> he's literally <laughs> under a, a one yards per out run. The rest of oh well, his- yeah, you took away his, you took away the three things that he did that he's been trying to do. Oh, yeah. His whole purpose is to try to do those things. He's done them three times. It's like if you take away Leone's two Thunderdome wins, he's not having that great of a year. Yeah, Leone <laughs> actually sucks at
0: DFS.
1: <laughs> yeah, he sucks, dude. You just eliminate those two massive wins. My point is, there are not a lot of guys in the NFL that have three of sixty-five or longer. That's a long play, yeah. even for well, a guy who's like what? that is is fifteen? What's that? He's eight outs like fifteen. He's like a Kenny Galladay in that offense. I'm not denying this. He's I little said that Kenny in the Galladay too. You're you're. Well, you're trying to take away his three best points. No, I'm not. I objectively <laughs> am not doing that. I'm very clearly not doing that. Well, the by the way, we this- were chatting about this. Leone was ribbing me in our chat this weekend, and uh, these guys, I, I said something about a take that I had with Leone from from my conversation with Leone last week about waivers. It was not about how it read, but you guys had a field day with how uh, it sounded. Like I was very sensitive to the Van Jefferson thing, but I, I. I <laughs> What what was the quote? You guys had a good time with it. What did I say? Uh, I I so I like I how forget. I'm the only one. I just who... remember that that Pete wrote. He oh, wrote th- thirty minutes later.
0: Yes, that, that hit me to my core. That was accurate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was accurate. That was That's pretty good. Cool. But no, yeah. I really don't care what the Van Jefferson thing. I object. I think he still sucks. I think he's still
0: terrible. Yeah. Well, no, the funny thing
1: about this thing. Go ahead,
0: Peter. I was just going to say that the line was fed goes, if I, the only one that has takes around here.
1: <laughs> no, I said, I, I just think it's funny <laughs> that I'm the only one that has takes. And it sounded like I was uh, uh, very salty. Like you guys are, you know, up. so the reason I said that is when me and Leonie get in arguments, he does this thing where if you start to give a take or a subjective opinion, he will uh, be like, Well, that's not known. That's unknown. He'll like dismiss it as like subjective, so not worth paying attention to. And then two sentences later, he'll be like, Jimmy Garoppolo is the best quarterback in the NFL. There's just no- zero way he can be benched. And he'll start giving his own subjective <laughs> takes. And so I was laughing about it last week. And so the whole that was that comment was all about this Garoppolo uh, conversation I had with Leone, where um, I was saying, I just think it's funny that you say, Basically, that or, or make it seem like I'm the only one who has subjective <laughs> takes was the way I was trying to say. I put it, I, I changed the name of the chat for you just to remind you, Ben. The name of the chat is now called the Only Ben has. You changed take. the name of the chat. i mean, seen it like Only Ben has take. Anyway. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I just want to make this point of the Ben Jefferson yards per hour thing. 1.48 is a bad yards per hour run, full stop. Like you don't have to adjust it at that point. Like if you're no, on the know, runs offense, and you have a 1.48 yards per hour run, that's bad. Like he's not that's what I'm a saying. value. And, and that is with three monster – and it's not just like hitting for big plays is the point I'm trying to make. I know – I look, it is bad Man, to take that's out – stuff he did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to let me make this take. Well, I get it. What, I, I mean, get it. I guess – let me check his yards per target because I think if, if – No, it, it's good. I don't even think he has a good yards per target. So no, it's, it's unfair like to like – yeah, but he is like a 15-8 out, so – uh, I think so, it's within, like depth yeah, adjusting. Let, let me let me finish expected. the tech. The point I'm trying to make is yeah. deep threats can hit for 50 yard TDs. They don't have to be for 75 yard TDs, right? So it's actually like almost 40 percent of his yardage on these three plays. That is rare for big plays. It is an accurate thing that you're saying that you shouldn't just take out the guys' big plays, but um, so using using your weighted targets per hour, and I've I've been depth adjusting the the yards per target just to see where guys should be. And it's been helpful because it's like, oh, Jamar Chase is like running so hot on what his yards per target would be, even with his deep A dot. Van Jefferson has a 14.3 A dot. His yards per target is 9.8. He's expected to have a yards per target of 9.8. It's exactly on point. We don't need to adjust anything with him. He's bad. He's got a 1.48 yards per out run. It's exactly 1.56, actually, by the way. But it's uh it's oh, it's said. not good. It's not good. Oh, it might not have been updated yet for Sunday when I was looking at it. Maybe. All yeah, right. no. I uh I I mean we're not arguing, obviously, because you're saying I don't even need to make this point to prove this. Yeah, I'm terrible, saying you but... you're <laughs> opening yourself up to a counter-argument you don't even need yes. to open yourself up to. That's fair. The, ca- the, the argument is just look, this guy plays on the Rams. He has a 1.56 uh, yards per outrun. That's not good. Odo Beckham just joined the team and he's already better than him. But but it, the, the thing I wrote in signals that is funny is that Van Jefferson has had these long touchdowns. So I, like, I still think I was right on this take, but I get to feel like an idiot anyway. I mean, it's just, it's very funny. Um, yeah. Well, Quez Watkins, I mean, you don't want to talk about long touchdowns in big plays. That's the, that's the guy you dropped Van Jefferson for. I mean, he's if he was in the Rams offense, he'd be doing the exact same thing. Probably at one he'd point. A lot better. I think you'd have <laughs> a one point. That, that's 7. my take. I think you'd have 1.7 yards per hour. I agree. My take is I would still rather have Quez Watkins than Van Jefferson. There. That's that's the right take. He's a better that's not player. not the right man.
0: take anymore.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the uh what did you I, I shared that in our chat, the take that Jalen Rager on that sick catch right at the uh at the end zone line that it was that he caught it, someone was critiquing where he caught it. Oh yeah. Do you remember that tweet? <laughs> someone yeah, said he caught so the close of the to ball. Being an atrocious drop i thought it was like a super sick catch and so the film grinders now are uh critiquing how these players are able to catch the ball um well i gotta want... say i mean
1: if you were critiquing jalen rager in the first half of that game like <laughs> you got bailed out because he he proceeded to not catch any part of the ball for the rest of that game
0: yeah that's kind of his mo
1: um yeah. should i
0: share the foster Moreau bit? Yes.
1: Uh, right. It's only 9.56, dude. So yeah, you three Yeah, you
0: got a couple more minutes. You don't, right. ruin pit.
1: don't ruin the bid. Don't ruin the bid.
0: I'll I'll set, but I really do. I, I am going to just tell the exact bid tonight. And I'm going to even tell okay. the exact league it's for. Oh, I forgot to check this. I'm going to reveal. Wait until,
1: wait until it's at least. Don't do it 9.59. Do like 9.59.30, you know? No. Yeah. You
0: know. No. You got to have the people scrambling. I'm doing it now. You can't it it now, Buckeye Boomers. Foster Moreau, (laughs) ninety-four dollars. What the fuck? (laughs) He's just showing it all.
1: What the fuck is wrong with you? There's three minutes left. (laughs) This is like come at us, Pete. When you were gonna do it, I literally thought like, I literally thought you must be doing it for a league where it doesn't matter. This league matters.
0: Oh yeah, this is uh, one of our best teams. I would just I, I honestly will beg uh, the opposition right. to just for the, more. Bit,
1: just for the bit. I, I was trying to keep the tilt going, but we actually are coming over the top on everyone here knowing that's, no <laughs> that's what I was gonna ask. I was I mean, just yeah, about to no ask. No one can fuck up that. No one can yeah, yeah, actually yeah. angry.
0: There is that was that was obvious. Yeah, I know, I know. I need more you acting know, classes. We've we've really come to the end of this bit, uh, where we can't really bid anymore. Uh yeah. we're coming over the top of people. So there it is. Yes, we are able to lock up Foster Moreau in our Buckeye <clears throat> Boomers league. There is there is no drama. Um, I should pull up this team. I won't pull up the other bids. I would never do such a thing, <laughs> would I? <laughs> I? I imagine I I get a snaked on our kicker. Um, we are gonna have a pretty crazy sweat uh, tomorrow <laughs> in this one because we have Dak, Kamara, Gallup and schultz so we're running out just the full thursday night onslaught what could go wrong
1: i mean that'll be fun it'll be it'll be fun but stressful i just took the under on that game so uh, god damn it
0: what is that what is that uh line at ben it was
1: at 47 and a half i think it might come down on the Taysom news that so his first three starts last year, none of them hit 40 total points. And then the last one, his fourth one was like 45 total points. Cause they, they run it. They run more than they throw when he's a quarterback and then they have a good defense. Like, I think it's going to be, yeah. and and especially his first two starts last year, one of them was that Kendall Hinton game for the Broncos. So He kind of throw that out, but his first start, like they went really run heavy and you know, maybe that's not what they'll do this week, but I do think there was an element to that where it's like, Oh, he hasn't thrown a lot in live games and we know what he can bring as a runner. And also, this team doesn't have Michael Thomas, right? So it's good for, I think, for Kamara's, like, you know, floor, right? He's going to get a lot of carries. I don't know. Obviously, you're already probably concerned about Taysom throwing. What? Counterpoint. Taysom Hill is dealing with plantar fasciitis. So maybe he won't run quite as much. Second, Trevor Simeon has been the least accurate quarterback in the entire league this season. Zach Wilson plays in this league. He's been the second, <laughs> been the second least inefficient, the the second most inefficient quarterback. Zach Wilson's been the most inefficient quarterback. So, just like the boost in offense, I think is going to be good for Camara. Just yeah. you know, just the fact it they might cool. score like twenty yeah. points, that'd be awesome. You know, right. My concern wouldn't be for Camara as much as for your double stack on the way coming back. If there's enough like play volume, if if they do run a lot and run a lot of plays and try to control the ball and and limit the possessions, I think it's going to be like,
0: there's going to be points, but I don't think it's going to get to 47. Yeah, We'll see. I've
1: been wrong plenty of times. Don't worry.
0: No, I mean, I I hate having to be super invested in Thursday uh, games just because they've had such a propensity to fail, but I am very hopeful that taste some although it sucks i didn't know that about the plantar fasciitis i was hoping he would be able to kick start the offense a well, little bit so
1: that came out like just this week but also it came out that he's fully healthy practiced in full and had no injury designation and weren't they kind of saying that he's been dealing with it
2: they've been saying he's he has been
1: dealing it i was thinking that maybe it would mean a little bit less rushing attempts for him and maybe a few more passing attempts, like maybe some more dump offs. Although the chat, everyone in the chat thinks Camaro's not playing, so it might be, yeah, because pro to that football talk
0: out. had uh, it's, it's basically there was the report he practiced, he was limited in practice, he was officially questionable. And then pro football talk a couple hours ago put out a post that said he's expected to miss. So, uh, I guess it comes down to if we trust pro football talk or not. Um, let's pull That's up interesting.
1: All-, all limited practices this week. I thought he might play. Yeah, that's that's, that's like normally uh yeah. he goes, you know. Yeah. And it's um, not a short week. They played on Thursday last week. I mean he's right. had a, a yeah. week.
0: So this is our uh chasing stolen bananas team, us three and Sean. Uh did we did we we ended up first in points in this one, right?
1: I think so, Let's yeah. See. Yeah, we did.
0: Yeah, so chasing stolen bananas, or no, second. We lost. Oh, oh this wow. was we needed the lot – we needed eight more points. Uh, from, I don't want to read a bunch or, of, um, no, I thought,
1: yeah. no, bids are closed. We had bids. In. Oh, few. Oh,
0: so they're gone. They're gone. Um, yeah, that one, who did we need? It was, wasn't it Monday? Did we need something? Who did we need? I thought we need, we needed eight more points from someone, uh, and didn't get it, yeah, but I thought we got there in this
1: league. Wait, what, what happened?
0: Well, we're in the playoffs. We just didn't win points. No, I thought we uh, I thought, we lost uh, points. And now we're looking at points.
1: And Sean's been talking about how we're playing potentially Jonathan Taylor in the championship if we make it. So, it would really, yeah. really be nice to get a win here.
0: The one nice thing is by a couple of points. Getting Kyler Murray back. Well, oh, oh,
1: what what it was is that we did get the auto bid because sorry, I, I, I was wrong on, on that, obviously on, on the total points you just showed that, but we did get the auto bid because first place had the most points. So we had the most points. We got the two seat in the auto bid. Okay. Yeah.
0: I think that oh, our cool. big start sit on this one is going to be like a Devonta Freeman versus uh Dawson Knox, honestly, or, or Rondell. God, can they
2: I was looking at, Rondell now?
0: I was looking at uh Paulson's ranks, even in the, in the 1.5, he has uh Knox ahead of Freeman. I don't know if anyone has takes on that.
1: I'm down with that. I'm down with that too.
0: Freeman M- doesn't yeah. feel like he has
1: a ton of upside. He actually lost mm-hmm. some snaps this week too, to Murray and Murray's second game back freeman had played 58 percent of the snaps three weeks in a row exactly and then he dropped down to i think it was like 48 or something and murray was in the you know had gone up a little bit so it's like it looked more like a 50 50 split from from this past sunday night including a short goal line carry right yeah yeah. murray got a goal line carry Yep. this uh that.
0: let's nope. check out this laced out so he's the team that's 12 and 0 in our league oh my god cooper cup jt naji Godwin and now Binks Jamal Williams. I mean, this team is a juggernaut, but we're getting it
1: without JT. If we get it,
0: if if we get him, no JT, yeah, that's uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, it but I mean, he's he's in a really nice spot this week. He's got the Rams stack against the Jags. we want him, we want him
1: through, right? We want him to get through. and then I guess we could, maybe we'd rather play this other guy. I don't know. He is, oh, that's I mean, true. Look, there's past a failing. He is very reliant on that Ram stack. I mean, cups obviously going to get his, but Stafford's had some bad games, and Higby can obviously be like completely shut out. So if the Rams don't have a big game, who do they play next week? Wouldn't it would be against us?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. The Rams next week play the Cardinals. Cardinals. They have some weird games. It could be high scoring.
1: It could be Cardinals high scoring. have a good D. Yeah.
0: That could be a fun. Uh, Taylor's part. not in that
1: lineup, and the Rams don't crush. I mean, that's a scenario where we can be pretty happy with. with
0: yeah, our setup. how uh, how are some of your other teams uh, with Sean and your other uh, your buddies on FFPC?
1: Good. Uh, one. It's funny we had one with my other buddies uh, miss on points by, I don't know less than 50. I mean, it, it wasn't like yeah. five, but it was not a lot. Um, it looks like it was about 40 actually. So it was a little more than I thought, but cause I mean, everything's so close this year has <laughs> a few teams missed by, you know, fewer than 50, um, which sounds a little closer than it is. But our other one was lower scoring and got great points against the lock all year. And so got in on record, which is nice. Um, couple with Sean as well that didn't get in, but a couple that will get in one that won its division and one points, which is nice. We did four. Uh, And so, you know, one was the one, one, both of the the top things. The other one um, is, is isn't finalized yet. It's on a different site, but it will be, uh, we'll we'll see what happens there.
0: Yeah. Um, Phil asking, and I can, I can pull these up even though it's painful. So the, the Crack Rock team was the MBS versus McKissick decision that we were we were talking about. Um, yeah. That team missed the playoffs. I can pull up the standings yeah. here. That one's rough, man.
1: That one and the one Dude, Paul are just that, fucking That's the guy. one that, is, that has killed me the last few days. So rough. Yeah.
0: yeah, so this cranking purple here, we had 17-16. So we lost this one by nine points. We had two things. We could have obviously had the... Uh, McKissick going into Monday night. And we also had Lockett going. And I thought the way Lockett was playing in that first yeah. half, I was like, yeah, one more was, of those yeah, big plays yeah. that goes for a touchdown. If he good. goes
1: for a TD. Yeah. He got, I mean, he got the the two long ones in the first half cut what we needed basically in half. And it was like, okay, if he scores in this game, we're going to be there. But yeah. Seattle so Sets. that,
0: that one was brutal. When, um,
1: when uh, Freddie Swain scored at the end of Monday night, I thought it was Lockett. They, I mean, they kind of look similar. They have, you know, number 18, number 16. And uh, at that moment I was like, Oh, there's the points, you know, we might need, it might go to overtime. Like we were still a little bit live, but it was Freddie Swain.
0: It's uh yeah. And then this is another heartbreaking one. Uh, the team we had drafted with Paul, this was a true zero RB team, 1725. We miss out by three points to oh, check, check how good this
1: team is too. this that. Ah, this,
0: this this makes... one sting, Or that's uh... this one hurts so bad. Yeah, let me let me get this up here. Um, I mean, I yeah. think we have the running hurts. back situation Th- and the quarterback situation aren't great,
1: but the receivers in this one were so fucking
0: good. Yeah, this was a Devonte Adams, T. Higgins, Mike Williams, Debo, uh CD, CD AJ Brown. We also had James Conner. We had Mark Andrews. So we were basically, we we're basically just rocked up everywhere except RB2 and quarterback.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, I can't yeah. believe this team isn't in.
0: Yeah. So it's, uh, we had a few very just brutal close breaks, uh, with that stuff. So definitely yeah, disappointing from I think that, results standpoint. Yeah
1: yeah not I mean this one is the worst one I've seen, but i I think probably a like this was a year where everything was kind of close, right? like there wasn't like a lot of separation from the top and bottom of leagues. and so I don't know I noticed that um, that it seemed like I had more teams that I was sitting there going, yeah, man, I was within fifty points, which can come down to a couple decisions like yeah, throughout the whole year. I mean, it, it can come down to the last yeah. week like it did, but it there's a lot of other ones that you know. Yeah. In one did you win, win Mike exist.
0: Davis in NFC? Uh, Leonie we only is I talking about,
1: about the... <laughs> we But you deleted Mike Davis, didn't you? It yeah, we did. Okay. Watch, um, I, watch I'm going to tell him. You, you sent a picture. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Pat, did you have a did, – did you go for a drink before the show today? You sat a little, like you've been – Drinking a No, I, I I've had one uh nitro cold brew coffee Guinness. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's Wait four percent alcohol. Nitro cold brew? Wow. It's uh no, it's not nitro cold brew, it's like beer with nitro cold brew flavoring. Or Are you drinking coffee think... too, Pete?
0: I'm drinking tea. Okay. I, I feel I'm so used to I have a Pavlovian response to drinking on this show, so I need you know, to sure. have something <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> that feels like I'm drinking. I don't even know if I usually get water for that reason if I don't if I don't have a beer. But I, I know that. I mean, I can't believe uh, a week ago at this time we were we were just getting going. Oh boy! (laughs) Oh boy!
1: (laughs) boy. Still recovering
0: from that. (laughs) Oh man, the texts from Daigle the next morning were so good. That was, God, yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. (laughs) Uh, That was
1: great. I was I said sorry because I was spacing out, but oh my God, yeah that was so a fun good. show <laughs> that it feels was. like that was more than a week ago that was our last show
0: i know yes i know a lot i was
1: just realizing because uh you i was facing out because you had asked about my FSPC teams i hadn't really done the mental calculation but i had nine main events and four are going to be through without playoffs and none of the other five made the playoffs i don't have i mean i have one that's in the football guys that needs to win and I care about. And we have some like pentas, I think, right. That need to win. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Some stuff like that. But I, I either got auto bids or didn't, <laughs> or didn't get into the playoffs. So I think I don't even have that much that I'm like, try- I mean, obviously you're still trying to win your league for, for payouts.
0: Yeah. Um. And uh, it's also when you, when you narrowly miss these, uh these playoffs, I just keep thinking, all right, FFPC uh, playoff challenge. This is, this is where we get even boys. Where we, I think, have we said it on, on air yet that I think we're going to try to do five shows. We're going to do a show. I don't know. I'm going to have to figure out how to squeeze this into my schedule, but we're going to make it happen. I say five. We're doing a
1: show a week, right? Or show a day. A show a day.
0: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Last year we did three because we did the first look show with Davis. We did the boomer opto with our road of his the brethren. Same. And then we had the drunk yeah. show on Friday, but now we get, we're going to add one with Sean. And then we're going to add one with crack rock, I think, and just go five shows.
1: <laughs> I
0: love it. It's oh, the so other good. really
1: rough thing with the crack rock team. Sorry, I'm still on this FFPC, thing, but we were yep. nine points away from making the playoffs, but we were only 12 points away from the total points crown and an auto bid. Right, so we it, like we also would have got that if we played McKissick. We would have. That's such a. not that we would have just. That's what got me to MBS. That's the crazy thing where I was like, yeah. "Oh, we need that up. We're playing for upside. Maybe we need MBS." Fucking a. There was literally only three points beyond that to the the the, the total points payout and an auto bid. God damn it! That would have been nice. So
0: <laughs> Another so team tilted. in the shootout. I'm
1: so tilted on that. I'm fucking tilted too. Because I was just going to say, well, yeah, we could have got that Cranking Purple team in, but then we would have potentially lost in the in the next two weeks, and then we wouldn't have even gotten to the shootout and it wouldn't have mattered. But the reality is not so much the case. We were very close to just –
0: walking our way ah, in that's ffpc playoff challenge
1: it's gonna be, so sick. We gotta, <laughs> it's
0: gonna be uh, so sick we did we did get a message from crack rock earlier that said i am officially donkey boy now didn't see mckissick versus mbs until too late always save the monday night player i'm <laughs> i don't know if that should be a hard and fast rule yeah kind of take but, the players into consideration yeah you gotta, <laughs> gotta probably think about some other stuff too
1: but, but i'd say you would have swayed actually, us to I mckissick Yeah, he would have gone McKissick because you, because Ben, you were like, All right, Pat, you break the tie. But if Crack Rock had come in and been like, All right, let's go McKissick, I've been like, Well, yeah, we were talking to (laughs) none of us felt that strongly. Yeah, Yeah. we all of us didn't care that much. We were talking to Timu, and I was asking him what Crack Rock thought. And he's like, I've been trying to reach out to him, can't get a hold of him. (laughs) It's like, Okay, well, (laughs) this would be a good one for him to decide on.
0: (laughs) Oh man, uh, that's that's how it goes. Um, I, Uh... I, I I mean, I'm, I'm tilted, but I'm not tilted because we didn't i mean mbs had a great usage game like the, i think the debate around mbs was would lazard really cap his targets because he had that big target game without him does he come back like he's a bad play if he only gets three targets you know and two of them are uncatchable but that was not the case yeah. in that game
1: yeah that's true um
0: Let's yeah, see
1: here. I, one of his deep shots was pretty like it was a, you know a prairie yards, but he had 170 yard yards. One well, they, he got, they went to him close and close to him. Rogers was pissed at him on a red zone target, or an end zone yeah. target where he was supposed to like cut in more than he did. And He so he should have at least one touchdown. He was was that the where where he would have gotten like, us, for... that would have gotten this uh, playoff spot if he cut the deep. Yeah, like that, just that. was that the one where he was kind of looking for pi or something? There was one in close where he like thought he got turned and he was like. Complained to the ref. I, don't might know if that's the same I think he like kind of ran straight and thought Rogers was going to like hit him like that. But he, I think Rogers thought he was going to cut in. Hmm. I don't
0: remember. It's tough. It's tough. Um, Leone has just realized that we deleted Mike Davis from the bid groups. He seems to be taking it in stride. <laughs> <laughs> um. Any Anything else on your hearts and your minds tonight, fellas?
1: We can see who we got in. Uh,
0: in yeah, an but NFC. can you? You did either of you want to pull up that screen share?
1: I'm just telling Leoni that the only time I've ever enjoyed using the NFC site was when we deleted the Mike Davis bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Leone Leoni will go down. He goes. He would have been okay as an emergency guy if CPAT went down.
1: <laughs> so we got Abdullah and and cut Jackson for that. We did not get O'Shaughnessy, who. Did I put him in for $1? I can't remember what I put him in for now. Yeah, you put him in for $1. Oh, that was dumb.
0: Yeah, send me a blurry screenshot, Evan. I want the people to see this beautiful winning Foster Moreau bid. Should we play Abdullah over Alex Collins or Brita over Alex Collins?
1: He's of a both? buy, right? Abdullah has a buy.
0: That was a quick screen share up there, fellas. You couldn't even see it. I, I should, <laughs> you, you know. gotta zoom in. Yeah. I'm a rookie. I'm a rookie with the screen shares, man. Um, congratulations to everyone out there who got foster island and Morocco in their leagues. He looks like a total smash this week.
1: Yep. Yeah, and I mean, or or those who got O'Shack Hennessy. I mean, I think they're both good plays.
0: I mean, because we're going to decide – we were just talking about this with the Buckeye Boomers. I mean, we're deciding like Moreau versus, you know, Gallup or Claypool, basically. And I think we're leaning toward rolling out three tight ends because we have Gronk, Schultz, and now Moreau.
1: I think we're rolling out three. Yeah, it makes sense to roll out three.
0: Yeah, and I was looking at uh, Leone's early – ceiling projections and he had Foster Moreau with a higher ceiling and that's that's not even factoring in the 1.5 just in, in pure straight up uh yeah. than than Claypool which is pretty wild but I I believe it CJ Ham, did we miss something I guess yeah he ran. no Dalvin Cook yeah I guess that's
1: CJ Ham. CJ Ham. the fuck hmm that's the Walker's of doors that's gone, the right?
0: Abdullah went for cheaper.
1: Loop? That's the objectively the weirdest buy I've seen. All that's weird. Yeah, you're right. That's I have not Can't seen defend. a weirder buy. You could have got Abdullah if you wanted a pass catcher. C.J. Ham gets like a what a couple of fucking play action looks tops? <laughs> if that dude scores a touchdown this week, somebody knows something. Like I was pulling I like up uh, you know. Moreau's week six usage. Right? Was it week six or no? It was week yeah seven. That was week seven. He ran around 86% of dropbacks targeted on 20% of its routes, 18% target share, 19% area share. Pretty good guys. Let's play a game. I love it. You guys try to guess how many yards from scrimmage CJ ham has this season. He's played in all 11 Minnesota Vikings games.
0: I feel like the fact that this is a game means it's going to have a shocking answer. I think this could be like single digits. I'll say, yeah, it's,
1: it's, Dude, I was going to guess nine. That's funny. Uh, I'm going to guess three. <laughs> it's 116.
0: It, it was not that shocking. <laughs> you set us up for a comically yeah, I low it. number.
1: I, did, I yeah. mean, it's 10 yards a game. He's playing 11 games. And That's just actually added like, way more than I would have thought. Like, Even if, <laughs> if you had just like picked him at random, we were just randomly picking guys. That's like, Rather than I it. wish we were been on C.J. Hamm this week. This dude's averaging over 10 yards a game. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty 10. sweet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He has 18 uh, touches. Jesus. All season.
0: Leone says that we're playing Brita because he's going to the Bills game on Monday. All so right. he, want, yeah, he needs like an IRL sweat. That's a good IRL way
1: to make sweat. decision on <laughs> our most important.
0: These are how our <laughs> co-managers make decisions. One, you always play the guy playing on Monday Night Football, no matter what. And if you're going to the game, you always play that guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't believe we didn't optimally set our lineup in all these leagues. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> Wow, that, that sounds nice. Leonie says the landscaper is taking him. Now, that's just, that's the, wow. the romance uh, that uh, 2021 oh, deserves. That's amazing.
1: The landscaper taking him <laughs> to the game. Did he ever I mean, get the landscaper a, an ETR sub? Do you remember that? He was like asking for an ETR sub for the landscaper. At this
0: point, Leone better just buy him one. I would think. Um, yeah. Well, it's like, you know, so during the pandemic,
1: when the pandemic first hit, I was ordering from this ramen place so much that they started like writing stuff on the on the bag Dude, and just writing. Just let like, it go with the path. ramen. <laughs> I like ramen, man. But but my point is like once they start like like they would include free pickles and like little like little add-ins that I didn't even order, just as like a little thank you. So like you know that tells you you're eating too much ramen. How much landscaping must Leone be getting done that the landscaper's taking him to Bills games? I mean he must be having this guy trimming his edges, like doing every little thing. Like
0: he, he must be spending thousands of dollars a week for this guy to think it's worth it to take him to the Bills game. Well, the the thing that Leoni hasn't said is. It's not like a contractor. This is his personal landscaper that works 40 hours a week for him. <laughs> this is their Christmas <laughs> bonus.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's honestly what it sounds like.
0: Uh, <laughs> Nick says that you were actually uh, watching a documentary about yourself earlier. <laughs> <this rumble story. laughs> that's, that would be. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I actually
1: made a documentary about myself. And that was me kind of trying to talk it up so you guys would check it out.
0: Did you invest in big ramen and now you're just pumping your bags nonstop? Yeah, I'm show? pumping
1: my bags. It's, a, it's an <laughs> NFT you can eat. It's a delicious bowl of ramen.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Ramen is so good though, guys. I mean, come on. It is good. Them. It is good. Especially this time of year. Yeah. Oh my God. I might order a bowl. I already had dinner. <laughs> what are the odds? Leonie's landscaper also cuts his hair. <laughs> Like a
2: hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Leone just what he's not actually a landscaper, he's a fixer. He's also Leone's therapist, yeah, Just he's plumber. A he's a guy. He's a guy. He's he dresses guy. up as a clown for his kids' birthday parties. He just he does it all. Uh Pat's been influencing the audience. Uh, everyone wants ramen I mean, though.
1: yeah, Leland, you get it. I mean, what, what else would you want? It's so good. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing with Ramen. And just if you if you ever feel awkward doing this, I just want you to know, power through it. So you get the ramen. It comes with the egg, it comes with the egg, right? It Comes with the uh, I forget exactly what they call it, but it's the ramen egg. You know, the egg that's marinated and you, you cut in half, and it's got the beautiful runny half runny yolk. You guys just tuned
0: out. You're not even listening to my. You know what I'm talking about? The marinated egg. What do What do you want me slobbering like, or you know what, like? I don't know. What, how how bad, do you like, want me to react? I'm listening, Pat. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ben definitely wasn't. Well, that so was anyway, you like get that egg. Usually, so ramen places vary because some ramen places will include a half egg. It's nicer when they include the whole egg. They cut it in half and then you get the whole egg. What you do is you ask for an extra egg. And they'll always tell you that it already comes with an egg. As if ordering a second egg is a disgusting thing that only disgusting people do. But you just power right on through that and you say, I oh, know, I want another one. <laughs> and you will not you will not be sorry that you have an extra egg because that's the best part of the bowl of ramen and it goes to the yolk is on the noodles. It helps soak up that ramen broth, helps get it onto the noodles. You got to get the extra egg. They'll think you're weird, but it's well worth it. This is what I was uh, tuning out was... Do I got to zoom again? How do you zoom?
0: Uh, dark okay. mode Twitter is coming after you, Ben. I hope you're prepared. I don't
1: have it on my desktop. I should. I have it on my phone. But they're talking about Patriots odds getting the one seed and, and Sam was talking about it. And then Leone wrote
0: bills dominate Monday stat that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the nerdiest reply I've ever seen. It is stat, stat. that
1: stat that's from that Amazon uh, fucking. Uh, or, yeah. The, the NFL next gen stats powered by Amazon. It's from that commercial.
0: Yeah. You know what? Is, that means Leone's watching the
1: Island games and not fast forwarding through the commercials. That's another, that's he told on
0: himself. I think Leone's landscaper ghost wrote that tweet for him. Hey, why don't you why don't you write this? Stop that! <laughs> oh, Paul coming in big with some more uh, sous vide. Uh, makes an amazing ramen egg pad. Oh, Have you shit. tried that? See, yeah. I
1: don't cook. I don't know how to do anything uh, with cooking wise. So, but that's good to know. If I ever start getting into cooking, maybe that's how where I'll start. I'll just start sous vide-ing ramen eggs.
0: Yeah, that's all uh, S- Sam, I do think you should start ending uh stat chasing with your signature closing line stat that (laughs) (laughs) leland says
1: stat that suck it
0: yes stat that (laughs) suck it suck it stat that um here's a fun one top five fantasy picks for 2022 you got how about we do six and we do a snake draft
1: all right i want the chat to know that i'm actively changing my uh, display to night
0: mode. All right, reshare and we'll see if we, you know, actions speak louder than words.
1: All right, I will reshare. Here, share. Should I go with dim or lights out? That's the. Yeah, I'm
0: dim. I I personally think lights out is too much. Oh
1: yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: Hear. Hey, now now reply and now reply to Sam. I like the look of dim. Stat that in real time. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the good shit. <laughs> hey, anytime shit I can get a
1: Pete that reply to, to get this <laughs> sent from my own account, I'm gonna take it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, everyone, I need the I need the reply guys out. Ben's needs to get at least double the likes that Leonis did. That's. Oh, that's yeah. the yeah, I'm, I'm
1: happy to help out on that. Let's do it.
0: Um, uh, here I'll post the link in the chat. Where are you, Favorite Oh, free. who retweeted it already? <laughs> oh, ship chasing. <laughs> nice color. <laughs> Eric knows what has to be done. Um, all right. Who wants the first pick in our six? It's gonna pick?
1: make Leone so mad. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> if you guys don't want to... Oh,
0: hello, oh, Leone.
1: What? what uh, we're, we're doing? The 2022 redraft, yeah. Right, I have kind of a hot take for first pick. I still think it should be McCaffrey.
0: Okay,
1: all right, let's you, hear I'm it out. Have the first pick, most everyone else thinks now,
0: now Pat's sh- scooping value because his uh, his what 101 still well there. actually was the
1: McCaffrey conversation is the most interesting one because I was gonna, if I had one or two, or one or three, I was gonna take McCaffrey and yeah, I make mean, I think a gonna... similar argument. I I love Taylor. I mean, I couldn't love Taylor more. I have a ton of Taylor obviously this year and and I'm stoked about it, but I mean, so one of the things I've heard recently is that maybe McCaffrey just can't handle the workload. He's not big enough. Um, I mean, he made it to his first three seasons without issue. These last two, his injuries have been real at the same time. They've kind of just shut him down because they haven't been going anywhere. Is at least been my read and we're going to, get more information on what they're going to do as a team, but I think they're going to add a quarterback. I think this is going to be a good team as is, is part of the thing is like, they have a good young D you guys know that I like their D coming into the year. It's good. It's been good. Even though they lost their top 10 pick JC Horn early on to an Achilles tear. Uh, if he's back, I don't know what Gilmore, like if Gilmore would be back, but they could end up with like some really good corners. Got a really good young pass rush that like, I think they're going to actually the Panthers in the next couple of years, if they get a quarterback in place, which is why they've tried so hard to get a quarterback other than, just drafting fields is just what they should have done but if they get a quarterback in place even if it's like a freaking Matt Ryan like that's going to be really good for McCaffrey and for everybody in the offense and if they're competitive I mean I'm not saying that like McCaffrey has been shut down purely because they've been uncompetitive but I do think I don't know I think there is a possibility McCaffrey or not a possibility but a probability that McCaffrey still has a monster season in him going forward. Like, I don't think he's like done or anything. And every time the guys played, he's been elite, 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 elite. Better yeah, than Taylor this year. I actually had, uh, I still have to update my dynasty ranks this week that I'll get it out before. Uh, I'll probably have them out, uh, Friday morning or Thursday night. But one of the guys internally here was like, yo, you, we got to get him updated. Cause the McCaffrey stuff, I had McCaffrey at one hundred and he'll come down. Yeah. But like, I don't know. it'll Come down that far. You're like, you were know, like, do I really you need
0: of, to update it, bud?
1: Do yeah, I, I mean, it's not like sure a crisis. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, if you think about, like, because I was actually, this is the conversation I want to have because I was thinking, was this is this going to be a hot take if I take him at two or three? But, like, think about Zeke last year. Zeke was so much worse, you know? Like, Zeke was, like, bad. Zeke wasn't doing what we thought he should be doing. He was out there all the time just not performing. McCaffrey when he's been out there I mean he's been you know he's been dinged up with so many injuries it's like hard to say for sure but he's had a huge role and he's been getting that receiving role and this off like this offense seems like it's designed to have a McCaffrey type just absolutely explode if he can stay healthy and he's not that old so you're betting on him to stay healthy and like the stuff about him being smaller it's like all that stuff is so selective. Like Eckler's having a great year. Eckler's having a much better year than we thought he could have. And he's getting goal line work. He's even smaller. Like he's McCaffrey's not that small. He's over 200 pounds. I think he's like 205 pounds. He's smaller than we typically see from these legendary backs. But that's because they don't tend to use the small guys around the goal line. When they do, they crush. So I, I think McCaffrey, not only is he a good pick anywhere early in the first, but by the time we get to redraft season next year, I think consensus probably one or two. We're going to talk ourselves back into him because how does he not project amazing? Once they upgrade yeah. quarterback, he's going to project, he's it's, going to project through the fucking roof. Right. He's going to, And I, I yeah. I, don't, I mean, I think it's weird that we would have to talk ourselves back into him. I think right now I, I get the Taylor point completely, believe me, but I think right now it's a clear top two tier. Like that's the way that I look at it. I don't think anyone else is even in the discussion for the top two picks. This is the way that I'm. It's, it's hard I mean. to, it's hard to really think about who, would be that other guy yeah
0: I don't think there is anyone
1: Like, it, yeah exactly
0: seems like i got shafted then having picked three yeah you gotta make that it. decision
1: <laughs> you can go i'll go three I'll, I'll take a stab at three
0: no no I, hey hey now don't no right when i just get to have some wide open fun then you want to kind of trample <laughs> all over it um all right so you what did pat you took jt i didn't go yet but you know
1: if you just want to slide me jt and and pick, I guess you can.
0: <laughs> so you went from trying to steal mine, and then I went from stealing yours. Who's your pick?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna pick JT, but you know, I get to <laughs> say, say how good he is and stuff. So, yeah,
0: you you get. I would take him. I would take
1: him would have taken him one because yeah. you're getting like you're getting now that he's getting used a ton. They've just committed to him being a workhorse. They they like understand how good he is that they need to run their offense through him. He's just so incredibly good. He's like the second coming of Ladanian Tomlinson. I mean, this guy is unbelievable. I I you know, he's he's better than we thought he was going to be and we thought he was going to be awesome. And I I, I won't dispute that a ton. I will just question for a top I mean, I still want to take him second, but a, a top overall pick the receiving, right? Like in the in the modern era. I mean, he's like I keep thinking of but him he's like he's getting empty. enough He's hitting the yes. He's yes. not Derrick Henry, you know. No. He's, he's Dalvin Cook, maybe a little yes. bit more. I think it's fine. It's it's efficient. Yeah. It's like AP when AP was going one on one every it's, year. Yeah, and even better than AP, he gets used. You know, right. he, he can have like four or five catch games. You know, in there, he's yeah, he's pretty solid. All
0: right, I am on the clock, on the turn. Uh and I, I have no clue if this is even fishy right here, but in my heart of hearts, my two picks are DeAndre Swift and Tyreek Hill. How bad I think is both that? Good, good. No, I was
1: my I wanted the three, so I could pick Swift. And who and would I was
0: thinking it was a good spot for Hill, so I think you're right on board.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, like Hill too.
0: Diggs Diggs still seems right there, too. I was just thinking of like. Having Diggs or Hill attached to one of the best quarterbacks in incredibly fantasy-friendly offenses, I still think that those guys can bounce back and outperform their production this year. The Chiefs especially, too. I mean, just a weird year for them. Uh, I could see them getting back to their heights. And Kelsey is getting older. I feel like we could see more of those games where Hill gets those 15-target games. Like that, that seems very within the range of outcomes for him next year.
1: Yeah, and if they just bring in a receiver, like, man, that Juju signing seems like a missed opportunity. But, like, I mean, if they added Fuller or if they add, like, just anybody who can be a functional third threat in that offense, then you can get Hill back up to the high dot. And, like, you know, it's kind of the Jamar Chase thing. Like, that's what we expect from Hill, to be getting a really high target share but with a deep dot tied to it as well. And the dots come way down. But I think they, they don't have to change too much uh, to have him – be back to, to being worth like the third pick.
0: All right, Pat, you're back on the clock. Who'd you take? Well, who did you pick? Hill, Hill and Swift, double tap. Oh, we're, oh, you double tap Hill and do. Swift, right.
1: Yeah. Right, right. Um,
0: Who'd you take first? I took uh, Swift.
1: Fuck it, I'll go Jamar Chase. See, that's, I was thinking, I was thinking that,
0: is he going to be one one in your dynasty ranks? I have
1: Taylor one one
0: but he'll yeah, be okay. up to
1: one of two. Yeah. I saw uh, McDowell posted the, you know, the recent top 12 dynasty, and there was six running backs in the top 12. And Reeves replied, still five running backs too many. <laughs> <laughs> I think Taylor's probably one-on-one, but I agree with Reeves. I don't think there's another running back that belongs in the top 12, uh, top 11. Like McCaffrey does. Yeah. The, the does positional does. advantage he gives you is, is still huge. And like, if you're a contending team, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where he immediately makes you, cause you know, you agree. You just took him one on one. Like you, you have a huge advantage. Um, and he's not like that old. He's tied there for That's a couple years.
0: But no one else. Out of years.
1: You'll be able to get out of him midway through next year. If you want. With how many good young receivers there are. I mean, like chase has to be there. Uh, Jefferson has to be there. Tyreek has to be there. He's not ED. even super young. Uh, CD has to be there. I mean, I think Pitts has to be there. If you're talking tight end premium, there's a lot of you know players yeah. that have to fit in there. Yeah. Um it's true. Cool. The other receivers, there's definitely more than that. Than I think DJ well, Moore. The tough super thing Cup. with uh, the Waddle, the receiver, yeah, Adams. Yeah, wide receiver I don't think is waddles loaded now. Near that high, I don't think it Waddle's anywhere near. That high. Okay. I think he's down the. The tier below. I mean, he's he's having like a good rookie season, but it's not. It's not even that good. It's like, it's like more similar to iukes last year or something. Like there's a a little bit of, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Could go either could go either way next year, but anyway, I'll, Um, I'll take Jamar Chase here because you're looking at potential for Bengals to have increased passing volume from the very start. Like we're not gonna have to deal with them working back Burrow from the knee injury, and you're you know now they're like taking advantage of all these run funnels. But Mixon's gonna be a year older. He's got another year with Chase, potentially second-year breakout, second-year tied with Burrow. They already have a great connection. Higgins has been kind of all over the place, but I think having him there is helpful. Boyd getting kind of more and more pushed out could just be like more of like a – I mean, it already kind of is just like two guys plus a little extra for Boyd. They don't have a tight end of note. If this offense decides to embrace what they can do through the air, which would make more sense for them to do with a fully – like you know, two years removed from the the ACL burrow. My God. I like it. Um, So I got to take two picks. I'm going to take, I mean, definitely not a running back. I'm not taking Eckler here. Probably could go there. Is this tight end premium?
0: <laughs> it's whatever setting you want to uh, <laughs> to make this pick.
1: We <laughs> get in the cow pits territory now that Chase is off the board. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. I think has to be a first round pick next year, even though he may not, but I think he should be. Yeah. And um it's either probably Diggs or Adams. I mean, I, I think Rogers is gone. And so Adams is going to be – like, I would take Adams if I thought he was playing with Rogers again. But I think if he – I think he will because he's, to, he's also gone. He's, do you think, you think he's, he's going to go with? They, you think they'll be playing together somewhere up. else, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're playing together someone else. Yeah, I was kind of wondering about that. I mean – They're going to have to franchise tag to keep him around. And they might do that, but that seems like a little counterproductive because they're probably just tanking without Rogers. I'll take um man, I don't want to take any of these running backs. Cook, Henry, who like well the chat the chat is uh is talking Mixon. They they want Mixon, which to me seems a little nuts, but no.
0: I yeah, I can't. I mean, it's all going, it's all going okay. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say Najee's like the only one I could probably talk myself into. Right. Right, and like, I could talk myself
1: into Najee. I think Najee has a much stronger case. That's probably the pick here, actually. I'm going to take, uh, I'll just say Adams. I mean, yeah. sort of assuming he's playing with Rodgers. If we're drafting right now, then I'm probably not taking Adams. Like, if, if we're doing one of the underdog drafts to start for next year that you guys are just telling me already exists,
0: then I probably
1: <laughs> – I might take Diggs or something. I don't know. But I'll yeah. take Adams
0: the, uh, so, all right. So what, who did you just pick, take on the turn? Jefferson and Jeff, Adams. Justin
1: Jefferson and Devonta Adams. All right.
0: How many rounds are we doing? <laughs> I'll
1: do, I'll take Najee.
0: I mean, the workload okay. is
1: just off the charts. Second year player. And, uh, you know, maybe we get a quarterback change there too. Uh, were nice. you on when we were talking about his longest plays of the year? You weren't on yet, were you? Well, I mean, that's the thing with him, right? It's like, he's, he's basically Eddie Lacy, you yes. know? And I don't yeah. really mean that. That sounds like a pejorative or whatever, like I'm I'm making fun of the guy. But, like, Eddie Lacy was kind of an awesome fantasy asset for wow. his, like, first two or three years. That's he was awesome. Point. Yeah. And he, was he got Ed a huge workload. Like yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing to be Eddie Lacy. If they get a you know, decent quarterback in there, because is going to be gone, if they get a decent quarterback in there and the offense actually moves the ball and he can get some short touchdowns and stuff, you'll be you'll be good. Yeah, um, but he does not have any breakaway speed. He never has. Like that's this whole thing. Like he can't he he didn't have any breakaway plays in college at all. I mean he had some, but it was you know, very, very low rate.
0: Let's uh let's wrap up with this. Ross asking uh win best ball playoff talk. Uh underdog did launch their uh their playoffs. You guys wanna finish up with a, a quick little draft here?
1: It's for the the play, yeah. Sure. For the,
0: yeah, for the playoffs. So we got to predict
1: know. playoff teams. I mean, obviously at this point the the edge How does this work?
0: So it's it's um you are essentially trying to uh, get as many points as possible, and you have to try to field basically the two teams in the Super Bowl or get as many points in the Super Bowl as you can. But so it's kind of the balancing act though of you're trying to get out of the rounds with enough points from the wild card while still being able to fill a full starting roster in the Super Bowl is kind of what you're trying to do here.
1: Okay. So we and what are the roster? What what yep? So we have one
0: quarterback, one running back. Uh they have lumped wide receiver and tight end into one position, a flex, and then five bench spots. Okay. So I mean, the, the GTO is just trying to onslaught, you know, two teams that you think could make the Super Bowl together and preferably one of them that plays in the wild card round. So you can at least, you know, emerge um, from the first round. Cause then it's it's you advance. Oh. So qualifiers from the wild card round, then the divisional round, conference championship. So you have to be, be the top of your group each time, each not time. the top. And with yeah. only one
1: bye, I mean, you, you almost want to play it as two non number yeah. one seats. But the, the tough thing right now is we don't know the number one Yeah, exactly. We, we don't. don't even know the seven teams.
0: So yeah, so the only things we can lean into, like we'll have a better chance to build super teams now. Uh couldn't help but notice one, Mr. Eric for We got KZ in here. So we have the 102. Um where are you guys where are you guys leaning? This is
1: I've not thought of this is like my first thought that I've ever had about this, but given that we don't know who's even going to make the playoffs. I feel like let's not overthink it and, and try to avoid bye week teams. Let's just get the teams that are definitely going to be in the playoffs and stack second yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Do you guys want to take Tyreek? Yeah. I was thinking Chiefs, right? Yeah. I think so. Or, or Bucks. Yeah. Bucks would have been good. The only thing I've noticed about the Bucks, just based on ADP, is they are a little bit more affordable. So there are some times you can come back around um, and get some Bucks. Whereas obviously the Chiefs fly off the shelves. Chiefs right. are definitely going to play wild card
1: weekend too. Is the thing. Um, Bucks still have a path to the one seed. Yeah. I I mean I, I like prioritizing that. I mean like you said you have to have Super Bowl teams, but especially this year I don't. This is going to be a year and we're going to get into this a lot and our playoff our you know playoff stuff. But this is going to be a year where. Uh, oh great, Kelsey went in the first round, so Mahomes is gonna go to the Kelsey owner <laughs> and we're just gonna have hell and no one else for the Chiefs. Uh this is this is gonna be a year where I think as we're doing our playoff builds, we're gonna have to consider Well, I don't know how we'll consider it, but don't you guys think that it'll be a year where there's a, a lesser chance th- for the one seeds to make it? Cause it's just such a flat year. I mean, yeah, for sure. yeah. The Cardinals,
0: you know, the wild card teams will be definitely what? more sexy more picks. Yeah. yeah.
1: What's what by ADP do we have here?
0: Yeah. Sorry. Um, so we have Aaron Jones, we have a Hopkins Kyler and we can, we know Four fours at the turn with Packers um, we do have Mahomes if we did want to lock up that stack. We have Leonard Fournette if we wanted to play something from the Bucks powerhouse.
1: I think, I think Mahomes makes a lot of sense. You're, you you got to have a quarterback who plays every round if we're already playing Chiefs.
0: The I one thing I will I say, I, I find it very unlikely that for unless he just wants to troll us, would take an unstacked oh, yeah. Mahomes. Yeah, they'd take a buck. What do you think, Pat?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. Or uh oh, which which, which box? just went.
0: Yeah. I mean you might as well grab Lenny. Just just do it. Just embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking one of the receivers. That was great. Oh, I
1: thought
2: Jesus. you guys would like
1: that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the the this this is deep. These are ten rounders, so we'll we'll get to We'll get to get kooky here. Uh Sam's correcting
1: me in saying the, the Chiefs do have a path to the one seed. And I guess they do. I wasn't really paying attention. There's three teams with eight wins in the AFC and they only have seven, but they, they uh, two of them haven't had their bye yet. So the Patriots and Titans are both eight and four, and the Chiefs are seven mm-hmm. and four. I was kind of looking at that wrong. The Ravens are the only team that's even a full game ahead of them. We gotta it's go both,
0: right? Yeah, we'll stack that up. Yeah. Stat that, stack that. Ooh. So we have. I was inverted. Has the Kyler Hopkins stack with Diggs? Pretty nice start there. I mean, we're just running back the Super Bowl, is what we're doing.
1: That's what we're doing. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Super Bowl rematch.
0: Snake Wells going. Uh, going pretty, pretty unstacked there. Yeah, he's picking off so, of
1: some of our players and not
0: any stacking
1: and uh and bind forge players too he's just
0: yeah sniper casey has the uh the dallas stack going yeah it it does yeah that's a
1: Dak pick oh both evans and godwin go to you have a ram stack why are you taking godwin
0: (sighs) this is dak for sure this is a big ass dallas stack yeah that's the fattiest Dallas stack you'll ever see <laughs> look at that he's
1: taking Dalton Schultz next time around yeah he is
0: <laughs> all right so we got Stafford to cup and Hendo um so yeah there's a couple things we could we could do something like an A.B. Brady if we're wanting to just concentrate on the Bucks. we could It's also, one quarterback
1: do we I mean we have Mahomes. homes don't we want to just brown you're saying we get Brady? we get Brady later <laughs>
0: Well, you we would probably have to get him in one of these next two. Maybe not. Maybe not. I, I was just saying if we wanted to have that double stack on both sides. Um, right. JT. But I me. Mean, just I says mean, let's
1: say JT though because he's like just such a fucking
0: awesome animal. Player. Yeah. Yeah. Play for. Uh,
1: like I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it doesn't fit with the game theory. If KC gets the, the, the buy or something. Back in the that's that. That could be helpful.
0: Yeah, I do think. We should. So does.
1: Oh, so that that kind of commits us to Tampa. I was gonna say we weren't really committed to Tampa necessarily, but now both yeah, our running I- backs can't make the, the Super Bowl with Mahomes unless it's Fournette. So we have to be committed to Tampa, right? Yeah. Unless we're taking uh, another running back. Who are,
0: Who are we taking?
1: Oh, we're out of time. I don't care.
0: I'll just take we're, Brady.
1: Yeah, Connor. Oh, sure. we can't do it. Yeah, take Brady. Yeah. We don't have any of the Bucks receivers.
0: No, That's but okay. we we can get weird um, with, I don't know. What about Scottie Gronk? Miller. Is Gronk going? A Gronk? No, yeah, we can get Gronk. Oh, Gronk would be Gronk's great. Gronk's way down here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we got to get at least a couple more skilled players for a Tampa Bay KC to both so we at least can fill a lineup, you know, because we have both yeah. quarterbacks in that scenario. I, I, I yeah. guess it doesn't have to be Tampa Bay KC when you have both quarterbacks.
0: Team three looks pretty sick. Kyler to Hopkins with Connor, and then the Allen to dig stack. Yeah, that's, that that's is pretty nice.
1: sick. Like Bills that.
0: Bills, Cardinals Super Bowl. Shipping. Although
1: Connor probably overdrafted. Evans is back if they make a run, right? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, rest of it is sick.
0: The thing is, too, when you look like player takes for this doesn't matter. It's just you're, you're loading up on... On right. two teams and just praying that. But how do we do
1: that here? Can we,
0: we know it elsewhere
1: we, or do we just keep taking like Gronk types now?
0: No. Yeah. We definitely have to take Gronk. Okay. Um,
1: and C H. and I,
0: I think we could take CH. Um, if you, if you were able to cook up a, a Meikle Hardman take, we could do that.
1: I'm not, his, his snaps have <laughs> faded. Like, I think it's my, I'd, I'd rather, rather take Pringle Pringle. later. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think we,
0: CH went, we could also consider Pittman with Taylor. Hmm. I like I like Gronk. Yeah, no, we'll grab Gronk here. Okay.
1: I mean Pittman's fine. If if Indy and KC don't meet until the AFC championship say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's what you're you're playing for is KC Indy AFC championship game.
1: And there's a possibility. What about, about Eckler? Because then you're just like but, I'm going to have but, a stud running back against.
0: But then you're no. but then you three AFC teams, which I don't love. Yeah. I don't Plus, there's
1: three running back. backs, which might be too many.
0: Yeah. Well, I but, think we could take an, we could
1: feasibly take another running back, but it, I think it would
0: have to be an NFC running back. NFC, probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Elijah. I say
0: I say we take Pittman. Okay, I'm down. Okay.
1: With that. Not not Debo. Or you just think because that we already have them?
0: I just think concentrating. Like if if uh, Taylor leads them to the AFC Championship game or whatever. I mean, yeah. you have to think Pittman's having some good games in there too. Yeah, I like it. Um, let's see these so we're, other.
1: We're Indy KC pretty pretty good. I mean, I. It would be we nice could, to have another KC guy. We should take like a Pringle in the last round, right? Should For definitely sure,
0: take yeah. a Pringle. And then I think our decision is: Do we want to concentrate on another NFC team for like two picks, or yeah, do you want to just so. keep grabbing grabbing like fringe Bucks guys?
1: How off the board do you get? Because like you could do um, like the what's the what's the Chiefs backup dude? The uh, is that Gray? You know, oh. Like if Kelsey goes down,
0: that's probably getting pretty galaxy brain. Um, just because you might be sacrificing just so many points to to even, a, I don't know, just the caliber of... I also
1: think, in, in some respects, there's almost no way the Chiefs are good in the playoffs.
0: Kelsey goes down. Kelsey goes, Kelsey that, maybe goes down. That's point. No yeah,
1: yeah, they're already so thin. That really
0: is... That would be damaging for them, man. So, <clears throat> are there any other... We, I mean... What's our prognosis on? I mean, one of these San Francisco guys looks good to me, probably, right? Yeah. yeah or Mitchell. Go San
1: Fran. Let's go Debo. Debo is such a I mean, he's so good. Let's do it. Wait, are they going to be in the playoffs? Yeah, they'll be in the. Right? Yeah, I think they're. Friggin' every team makes it. Uh, <laughs> they're six and five, and their schedule's so soft. I mean, we've just we spent yeah. the whole summer. Talking There's going to be three schedule. NFC West
0: teams in. Okay, I didn't never know never There's forget that San West. Francisco plays Houston week 17, guys. <laughs>
1: oh he took mitchell oh and i you look
0: at that fuck you buy fuck <laughs> you i
1: hope he's watching
0: um oh he is watching there's no way he's just randomly in this <laughs> yeah um, well i don't know the guy loves best ball that's true um <laughs> what do we want to do here do we want to take kittle is kittle still here or is he gone we have eight seconds oh if kittle's there take we gotta kittle. take kittle i don't think he is i think i i think i rugged us Echler, uh, I need then. to get an NFC. Sorry, I uh, I panicked. I got Jefferson. Right. One of those. One of Debo. They're Jefferson's probably, not, probably making the they're not making the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs.
1: I I don't we, think we, Debo and Jefferson can both make it. That seems unlikely. But it, well, isn't this kind of like the FFC playoff thing, where like if we had Eckler and he get we get like one or two games out of him, but he blows up in those games, we're still happy.
0: Yeah, I I do think you'll just ultimately lose to a team at a, I can pull up cause Andrew uh Macken sent over the winning team from last year. And I can, uh, I can pull that up here in a second. Once we're done,
1: the pick okay. there probably was a Pringle type. And then like a Scotty Miller type for these last two picks. They just yeah. Two yeah. More. You're probably right.
0: I think that was probably it. Tyler Johnson's still there. Yeah. No one is snaking us on Tyler Johnson,
1: but this is our last pick, isn't it? Yeah. So we should have taken one of the we are not going to get Tyler Johnson if you're putting Pringle in.
0: No, yeah. I mean we can we can take Tyler Johnson over Pringle if you want. I assume we'd probably want one more chief. Yeah with this. I think we um, want
1: the Chief too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um Casey rooting for that Dallas New England Super Bowl. Uh oh, yeah, the Dallas. Look at this. New I England. Take- Oh yeah, that's uh that's a nice team there. That's see, he case. just stacked it up.
1: Late, late, because they're not gonna go early enough. That New England's the team you want to take. You want to stack up an NFC team and then take New England right now. They're I gonna like be that. there. And those are good picks, man.
0: Yeah. So let me pull up the uh the team from last year that took it down. I and mean, you can see here. So it very heavy on the Super Bowl matchup. Tyreek, Kelsey, Brady, Evans, Gronk. And Fournette and then loaded up on that one team that had the two big games, uh with Chubb, Mayfield, Landry, and Hooper. Uh but that's kind of what I mean, right? Well, did they have two that's or three, three teams. teams? So the Super Bowl teams, and then just like heavily concentrated on one other surprise team basically. And the way yeah. this
1: got gotcha. the way this worked, KC was the bye. So they had Cleveland and Tampa in the first round. I mean, Tampa yep. was the, the key. They played all four. You got to have one team that you're saying is kind of playing all four. If, if there is a team that plays all four. Yeah. Right.
0: But yeah. I do think that it's, it's the same as DFS, right? Eliminating the things you have to get right. You yes, could, right. you could thread the needle, you know, hand selecting those, but it's, it's more likely that you just land on the Browns who have an upset, you know, insane. Um, and game, and right? that's the
1: game that was a monster, right?
0: I mean, yeah, against, had, Oh, we remember that one. Yeah. That just it killed us. It, what I think
1: too is that he goes he gets brady then he goes with the cheap. so like in the the build that we just did maybe the move well you can't really get kelsey and hill together but you know maybe you skip one of Mahomes or brady and then you get wentz you know what i mean you're betting on that team to to go a couple rounds
0: yes yeah ex- i i agree that that would have probably made more sense
1: yeah we probably didn't need both the
0: qbs yeah um all right, that was fun. I'm sure we'll yeah. do uh, plenty, plenty I, more. I mean, that
1: issues. team's not winning. I think that taking both Debo and Jefferson, which were clock issues, but as one-offs, like, like yeah, they can't, they can't. No, win. it's not gonna. That team's not going anywhere. But you know, no, but literally, literally, hadn't thought about this once. So. About <laughs> yeah. the friends,
0: they what do they say? It's pretty plus EV to draft with streamers. I believe is how the saying it is. goes. It sure
1: is. <laughs> That's why Bonfire was in here.
0: Um. <laughs> any other plugs, Pat? teasing his uh dynasty ranks of course the uh the friday walkthrough ben gretch is stealing signals in the can you guys have gone to two shows a week now right for uh stealing bananas
1: <laughs> that that Come we on, got, got
0: <laughs> gretch i'm asking you about your podcast yes, we went down to two <laughs> you guys you guys like this 29
1: times
0: yes <laughs> you did tweet, officially dude. ratio uh hoppin and uh Leone, any other plugs for you guys?
1: Nope. Yeah, no, we're down we're to two per week on the uh, bananas, but no, no other plugs. The uh, playoff best ball channel, uh, five shows in a week coming your way
0: in a month. There you go. Stat there that. you go. It's just stat that. All right. Yeah, Have a does. great week. Get ramen. Stat that. Peace out.